You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove Podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. Red is associated with lots of different things. If a person's angry, we might say they're seeing red. Simultaneously, we associate red with love, particularly, as we're surrounded by hearts in our yearly celebration of love personified by a flying baby who can wield a bow and arrow but can't manage to dress himself and if the diaper's indication, he's not even potty trained. But regardless of your thoughts on Cupid, the figure from Roman mythology who oddly serves as the mascot for a holiday dedicated to Valentine, who was martyred by the Romans, this episode's actually going to be about the color red. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and for this week's Fun Fact Friday, this is going to be part of my series on colors, and I'm kicking it off with red. Now, from an early age, we're taught that red is one of the primary colors, but like, while we include it in categories like it's a primary color, it's a warm color, we don't really usually define it. Now, I know you're probably sitting there screaming, obviously red is light with a dominant wavelength approximately 625 to 740 nanometers, but I'd like to do a little deeper dive to really understand what red is and where it comes from and how it's used in art. As I said in the last episode, humans are actually thought to have evolved to differentiate red from green as a way of telling which fruits were ripe and good to eat. The color red is generally associated with high energy, anger, passion, but actually on the the light frequency spectrum, red would have less energy than, say, violet. Interestingly, these effects are not just associated with the color in art theory. You know, like, studies have shown that people have a physiological response to, um, to the color red, like seeing red can actually make a person's heart beat faster. And interestingly, while bulls are said to be angered by the color red, that's a myth. Bulls have dichromatic vision. They can't see 
red. They can't see the difference between red and green. And they're probably not so angry about the red on the cape as they are about the matador waving the cape in their face and, you know, attacking them. Now, getting back to red, the pigment red is actually one of the first pigments used in prehistoric art. Ancient people used ochre to make red pigment that was used in cave paintings. Of course, looking around in the world, we see that ochre is not the only source of red, and people have developed throughout time other sources of red. Um, Red lake pigments are made by mixing together like organic dyes. They use insects and plants with uh, a little bit of like a chalk um, to make the the red pigments. Um, Red lac is made from like a gum lac and... Other, other things like, you know, I am a big fan of like the cadmium reds. Of course, you've got to be careful when you're using heavy metals as a pigment. But there are lots of different forms of red found in nature. And throughout history, the way artists have made their reds is by gathering those raw materials, whether it, it is red insects or flowers um, and like materials from nature and basically grind it up and distill it down to its pigment to make that paint. And as I said, red ochre is one of the earliest pigments that we found in cave paintings. Red would be used to paint on the walls. And I'm going to conclude this Fun Fact Friday since we're talking about one of the oldest pigments in art history with the the red ochre that we have found on the walls of caves. I'd like to share how those prehistoric artists were rendering their first cave paintings. We've seen a lot of cave paintings that look like basically like stick figures. They are very primitive drawings, but actually one of the first methods used was using the hand as a stencil. What artists would do was actually they would put the pigment in their mouth using the saliva as a binder, and they would put their hand up against the cave wall and then spit the pigment onto their hand and the wall. Since the hand was blocking the pigment from hitting the walls of the cave, when they removed the hand, it would leave a silhouette, like a stenciled silhouette, on the walls of the cave. Um, So that is today's fun and I guess gross fact Friday about art history and the color red. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted? If you found this tolerable, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week in the show notes on Twitter at WoodArtEd and on the website whoartedpodcast.com podcast done.